Welcome to this week's edition of the Ultimate Deck Podcast. I'm your host, Shane Chapman, here with Wade Laurent, the other half of this duo, bringing you deck talk on this <laughs> format. Hey, every time you open, it's always like, what's he going to say? Yeah. Deck talk. Yeah, well, okay, well, that's pretty good. Change it up once yeah. in a while. Clever. Yeah. So thank you for joining us again this week. This week we're going to tackle a topic that people have requested a little bit here and there. So we're like, it's time to do this, but how the hell do we make this entertaining? I don't know. It's all about railing. We're naturally entertaining, I think, right? <laughs> yeah, we better, like... <laughs> we better put some Canadian spin on this one to liven it up a little bit because railing is not the most exciting thing. It's but... not exciting. We'll, uh, we'll go through this whole thing talking about the different types of railing, maybe some railing requirements, at least as sure. far as it goes as far Talk as Canadian building codes. Yep. I can't speak to Portugal's building codes. I don't know what they are. I've never been to Portugal. Have Me you? either. Nope. I'd go there in a heartbeat. Yeah. Just to do some research on railing, probably. Obviously. Yeah. Sounds like a business trip. I'll talk yeah. to the accountant. We'll also touch a little bit on some taller railings, also known as privacy walls or wind walls, and some options you can do with that. So I think the reason I thought that this topic was going to be so boring was because I thought everybody knows about all this stuff. But the more I hear about people's um, discovery of aluminum railings, the more I realize that this is more regional than I think, and that aluminum railing is catching on in other markets, but people are still pretty green on the options that are out there, what aluminum you know, means to them, how it installs differently than composite and stuff. So I think that's what we should focus on with this one, is a little bit on that, right? Do you remember that DAC Expo we were down at? It was in Baltimore, and I remember Stan from Level Home Improvements came up and, and was picking our brain about aluminum. I was like, you guys, so like you install aluminum railing? I was like, yep. yeah, we do, right? And we sell it. And he's like, right, so what would you say your percentage of aluminum sales are? And I was like, I don't know, 95, 97% yeah. of all sales for us is yeah. aluminum. And he was just like, no way. And so then we got into it, right? It was like, why I prefer aluminum over composite and, you know, how much easier it installs and faster and, you know, et cetera. And yeah. they were they, like, and that to me was an eye opener of how regional this is. You get upper, you know, upper east side of, of the states. Yeah. And it's all composite rail. And like, yeah, we I can't sell it here. First time we actually met those guys, Mike from Morris Dex and Stan was there. They used to work together quite a bit. Yep. Deck troll. Standing on the right? fiber was the on troll deck. Around the troll there? was there. Yeah. Lost him. Standing around on the fiber on deck. Just meet them. Like, what are you guys looking for at the show? Aluminum rail. Like, we're not really sure about it. We, yeah. Really? So, anyway, so railing options. Obviously, like wood decks typically get wood railings. Nobody's curious about wood railings, throw up your four by four posts, put a top and bottom rail on it, maybe a drink cap, cocktail rail, put in some wood or aluminum balusters. Bob's your uncle, you got a railing. Yeah, pick it's up some decorator balusters and away you go. Yeah. Plug for decorators. So but the big thing nowadays is like maintenance free decking, we want maintenance free railing. So the options that, uh, like we just mentioned in the States, in the USA is it's very heavy composite. So you're talking, sorry, composite, because we're sure. talking we're about the States. South of the border. <laughs> Uh, composite rails from Trex or Timbertech or Fibron or any composite composite deck manufacturer usually makes a, a railing system that goes along with that. Yep. And so those are typically a post sleeve type scenario where you're mounting a wood 4x4 post and you're sliding a, a composite or PVC sleeve over top. 
Um, they've got you know those metal uh, surface mount posts now that you can use instead of a four x four wood post, which are a little bit easier to work with with the collars on them. They're a little bit easier to plumb up, and you know they're not going to twist and dry out and pull things yeah, apart. Yeah, the biggest part I think is probably that it doesn't warp once yep. it's installed. Right, you put a treated post in, and your railing ends up being broken. In and two that's years. why those guys were looking for aluminum when we were down there because they were saying we're having issues with. You put in this treated four by four post, you put your sleeve on, you finish the deck, you go back, the post is dried out, twisted, and popped your collars off, popped yeah. your brackets out or whatever, right? Yeah, broken. So that's one of the advantages of going working with metal is that it's less likely stable. to move, more stable. Sure. So those systems are pretty common They're uh, in the States. They're easy to customize. You know, you can do your different colors of balusters, different shapes. You can do aluminum pickets in the Trek system. You can do composite balusters, two by two balusters in different colors. You can customize your top and bottom rail colors. Like there's a lot of customizations that can happen. There's lighting you can put on them, different color post sleeves, yada, yada, yada. Skirts, caps, right? Like yeah. I'm looking at our display in the showroom right now and it's a, so it's a white post, it's a, I think it's a vintage, vintage lantern, lantern, top and bottom rail, vintage lantern, light cap, cap. but a white post skirt, yeah. round aluminum balusters in black yeah. aluminum, but you could do square, could aluminum, do black aluminum, you could, could do, do composite. It's like, like, it's incredible. Very customizable. Yeah. Fun to sell, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> you have Super to remember every single skew. Yeah. yeah. You could do glass panels too, Not glass pickets, glass. whatever. Yep. Good. Composite. Those are the brands, right? Trex is probably the big composite rail brand. TimberTech, yep. Azek does a lot of that stuff too. But anyways. Aluminum though, a little bit less known down in the US of A. More known in Canada, like we mentioned in our market, it's like like we carry Trex rail, but we also, we stock three full lineups of brands of aluminum rail because that's how big it is. Just what every deck that gets sold, even the wood ones, go with aluminum railing up here. Yep. For Bruce, that's aluminium. He has no idea what the hell we're talking about right now. Did you, was that conversation I had with Bruce, was that on the deck shop Instagram account or was that in person, like between Bruce and I? He told I me know. the reason they say aluminium is because it is actually spelt differently. They spell it different too? Yeah. And so he showed me, like he spelled it out for me. And then he was like, this is how you spell it. Like there's an I-U-M at the end of the word instead of just a U-M? And so like now it makes sense. Yeah, Europe and Australia. So they're not saying it wrong, they're spelling they're it wrong. They're spelling it wrong. And then, <laughs> so by the default, they have to say it wrong. So yeah. it is actually spelled aluminium. Interesting. So, yep. Now you know. Now you the know. more you know. <laughs> Fun facts. Fun facts with Wade and Shane. Yeah. So we're going to, like, I'm willing to say composite for our American listeners. I am not willing to latch on to aluminium no. for Bruce or any of the other Australian guys, You don't have to because we so. spell it the right way. Yeah, right. So the aluminum railing systems. So aluminum yeah. railing systems, the differences between aluminum and composite railing, gen like from a looks perspective, usually it's a little bit narrower looking. The posts aren't as bulky, the top bottom rails aren't as substantial, they tend to be a little bit more of a kind of a, a skinnier looking system, which I think is why the composite systems are still very popular in the northeastern United States where you're looking for more of that, you know, there's different uh, building architecture that that style fits more in line yeah, with, right? The would bulkier. you call it like a colonial style? Totally colonial, that right. kind of thing, right? Colonial Victorian type houses where the big bulky posts on the porches is what you want for a look. Because yep. some of that stuff from like TimberTech, we're not talking four by four posts. They got like five by five, six by so like big bulky posts on those composite railings, right? Yeah. Aluminum generally from the different brands is somewhere between like the really, really cheap Chinese stuff, you're gonna get a two inch post and like it's tight. Those are insignificant. They don't like, yep. it's junk, right? 
from a good brand, you're starting at like a two and a quarter inch post. Some of them are two and a half. Some of them like Fortress are pushing a three inch post. Yep. And then within those brands, some of them have launched a four by four post so that they can kind of almost replicate that look of composite railing for those architecture styles. Yeah, there's obviously a bit of pressure from the US market to get to that four inch post because that's yep. what everybody's used to, right? Not a big seller for us. We've done a few jobs with those four by four posts, but for the most people, people for the most part, people do the stock yeah. standard two, two and a quarter, two and a half inch post. Yep. So some of the big brands in aluminum railing, I think the big brand would be Regal. That's a Canadian company, Regal Ideas, but they've got really good distribution into the United States as well. Yeah, it started in the States, right? This, no, 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 I think no, no, sorry, they've started distribution in the States. Yes. That's what I meant by Yeah, that. they're down in the, in the U.S. Started in Canada. Pretty believe, deeply right? now. So they're at all the shows. If you're at, you know, Deck Expo or IBS, you can find a Regal booth there. It's a big deal. Um, Century is another Canadian company that has pretty good distribution in Canada, a little bit less so in the United States, but they also were at uh, IBS. He was at IBS. I saw Ted there. Yeah. Right? You remember seeing Ted the first time we met him? He reminds me of Christopher Lloyd off of Back to the Future. Yeah. Like just the second I saw him, I was yeah. like, holy, this is a mad scientist yeah. right here. Yeah, back to the Century Railing. <laughs> uh, so Century Rail, Regal Rail, Fortress is an American company. Those, so you, I, the reason I go to these three right away is because that's what sit right behind you. And I'm looking at them and I'm right. saying yeah. what we carry. Fortress Rail, they make iron railing and aluminum railing systems. They're big in the US yep. um, as true. well as Canada uh, too. And they've got a variety of aluminum railing systems. Uh, like Westbury, Westbury is a big is one in the United States, not as much up in Canada. Very no distribution up here, systems. right? Is that yeah, right? I've talked to... know that they do, yeah. Because Dexteract, whenever I visit with Blair, he talks about that one. Yeah. And he's just like, you boy, oh boy, we're rattling the shout outs. Like, I'm going to have to listen to this almost, back to make yeah. sure I tag everybody. Gonna, Lots of them in here. <laughs> we're going to have to actually start taking notes, maybe. Yeah. Um, Railcraft, another one. Yeah. Um, I believe they Said are infinite. Canadian, I think, but they do have distribution in the States because I know guys like Infinite Dex to continue with the yeah. shout outs. CM Boost and Mark. Yeah. <laughs> they use Railcraft. So. Aluminum rail systems, the reason that people like them up here, one, they're half the cost of a composite rail system. So yep. in Canadian dollars, we're talking, you know, a composite railing system is somewhere between 70 and $90 a linear foot. My guess is that in American dollars, that's probably nearly half that because it'll be like adjusted for exchange and the fact and the that it doesn't have to ship here yeah. and it's just a bigger market down there, so more volume. So they probably, I'm guessing the cost in the States is probably half that. In Canada, your sorry, your aluminum rail systems start at like on the low end, on the cheap Chinese stuff, 25 bucks a linear foot. Most of the decent ones like a Regal Ideas or a Century are somewhere in that 35 to 45 range. And that's for like a picket rail. You add glass, add $10 a linear foot. Add lights, add $10 a linear foot. Add, you know, you yep. can accessorize these things however you see fit. Yeah, wider pickets or whatever. Yeah. So bumps it up a bit. So. The nice thing about the aluminum rail systems from an install perspective is that they're all surface mount uh, systems. It's so fast. You can do fascia mount. Uh, they do a little bit of fascia mount stuff out on the west coast of Canada. Yep. Similar to that Seattle area, right? It's wet. That like, what is it? Pacific Northwest, I think they call it. Yep. Just rains, man. It just rains all the time. So you don't want to put anything on the surface of the deck because you've penetrated, you know, your sort of framing members. So if you can get off to a fascia mount side, that usually helps a little bit. But. Yep. But unlike a composite rail where you might be dropping a four by four wood post into your framing and then having to notch your deck boards around it and then sleeve yeah, it, yeah. this is just deck, just deck the deck. 
put proper blocking in, right? Put your blocking in, deck the deck, there's no notching. Like it allows you to move a little bit quicker on your decking. And then the railing posts just have a welded plate at the bottom, usually a quarter inch aluminum plate or so. Yep. That four bolt holes, you bolt through your decking into the structure beneath, and that provides all your sturdiness. Plumb the posts up with a washer or a shim. Fast. And like away you go. Then you're just cutting your rails and you're sliding them into the sleeves and like it goes quick. Snap your pickets in. Depending on what system you use, right? Yeah. So Fortress and Century are both a welded panel system now. Yeah, exactly. Some of those brands have welded panels, which eliminates the most tedious part of the, uh, an aluminum rail system is snapping in those little pickets and getting your spacers cut. But with a welded panel, that's not a problem either. It's unbelievable, right? So if your posts have the brackets already welded on them, and if your railing already has the pickets welded in them, your install time is it's rank fast. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you just mount your posts, that's quick. Loosely, right? You're not yep. gonna bolt that down. You're gonna like you're gonna put it in place, but not tight. Take a quick measurement over to the saw, chop chop, panel in, tighten it down. Put your screws in. Done. Unreal. So that's good. <laughs> now if we want to get into a little bit more detail about each specific system, Regal, the reason, I mean, they've got wicked distribution and good marketing, that's why they're number one. The system snaps together with spacers between the pickets. You just kind of drop your pickets in, snap spacers in between, that does all your spacing for you. You can add some accessories like different little styles of pickets or little inserts that'll give it a, some character. Yeah, they have decorative picket styles, right? Yep, different post caps, like the, the one that comes with the post is a very flat pyramid-y type, but you can get like the ball tops or the you know the tower pyramid tops, etc. You can run an LED ribbon light through the top of the rail that'll work with pickets or glass and gives us like a nice light that casts down the railing towards the deck surface. Looks really cool that way. Yep. So it's a good system, it's offered in five colors, so that's nice. Um, in, the, in Canada, it's you got your titanium slate, which is like a metallic gray, your glossy white, your taupe, which is a matte finish, your yard bronze, which is a brown and a matte finish, and then a gloss black, but in the States, the black is, a, is also a matte finish, I think. It's, yeah, it's a texture. I don't know why they do that, but I don't either. in the States, it's a matte finish, which is nicer, to be honest. Yeah. And then you got your narrow picket and your wide picket. So if you want the three quarter inch square picket look, great. If you want the inch and a half wide look, then great too. Like there's lots of customizations you can do with the Regal system. Yeah, Regal for sure has the most options of ways to like swap it in and out. Yeah. Right. The Century system, the reason we like the Century system so much, it's got the round top rail instead of square like Regal. So some people like that. We like the fact that that bottom rail, instead of having to snap in your pickets and then put spacers between, Century's bottom rail is extruded and then the picket holes are pre-punched. Yeah. So there's no spacers in the bottom. It's a very like clean, continuous look. There's not like the choppiness of the spacers snap between. It's just a much cleaner look at that bottom rail connection. So it's a pretty good look looking yeah. system as well. Not as many accessories. There's only three colors, white, brown, black. Uh, no lighting option. You can you can customize something to work in there, but there's nothing from them for lighting, whatever. So it's it's a little bit more simplified, but still a great system. They Costs do have, are about the same. so you do have the option to do wide picket. True. Part of the problem with Century, not that there's a problem, but part of the issue that we're having is it's a two-step distribution, and so our distributor that we have to buy from doesn't want to carry all of the SKUs that Century makes. Yeah, and so. There is a wide picket option, but our distributor doesn't want it, so we'd have to order that direct from factory, and then it takes longer. But yep. they have a combination one where you can put pickets on the side and then glass in the middle. I think that's a pretty cool look yep. from Century, but again, not stocked by our distributor, so. Yeah. 
So anyways, it's another the, like the fairly budget friendly one. Yeah, the welded panel system. So Century has done that six and eights. I've latched onto that personally when I sell stuff for through the store to customers. Yeah. I don't know that you've done that as much. I've really started to. Like I think that their picket system is cleaner than most brands, but there's no doubt that the uh, welded panels is a quicker way to go. So I resisted it when we only had the welded panels in six foot lengths, but now that we have the sixes and eights, now I've been quoting it a lot more too. The stairs are still a component system. Yeah. They don't have a hinged racked panel like Fortress does, but so you still have to do a bit of picket snapping in whatever, but, yeah, but that's not it's bad. fairly clean. Yep. Um, even before we had the welded panel system, I thought that that bottom rail install with Century was so fast, right? You just center that rail between the posts. Yep. You have to cut a little bit off both sides. Regal's nice, you just take the measurement, hook on, measure it, cut it. Cut it and then lines. you're trying to deal with your spacers on the end. With Century, you sort of deal with your spacers and bottom rail at the same time, right? Hold the rail, cut it. Yeah, speaking so. of dealing with the spacers at the end on Regal, yeah, like you're tips and tricks. Or you're what? missing a thumb. How do you feel? Oh, how yeah. do you feel about cutting those Dude, spacers I, on your? Yeah, I didn't cut my thumb off on the miter Not saw. Not that, but doing like, it. But for sure, I've had them ripped out of my hands. Right. Oh yeah. Everybody's done that. You're cutting a spacer. It's like a little aluminum spacer. It's sharp. It, yeah. All of it is sharp all around the edges. And so you're holding it against the fence of your saw, and then all of a sudden you like you something decide grabs. to plunge too fast or something, and the, the saw blade grabs that. Oh. So I don't remember who this was that told me that, but they snap, they keep a piece of bottom rail track with them mm. and they snap that spacer on there and they cut it that way. And as soon as that person told me that, I was like, you're a genius. This I, is the greatest thing ever. I forgot about that. And I don't know who that was either. I remember you telling me somebody told you that. So there's a tip for anybody who's ever gonna install Regal Rail. That's, cause that's, that's the way to do it for sure. Oh. I forgot about that. Unbelievable. Because inevitably on Regal, you're gonna center all your pickets, and for every section of rail, you're probably going to have to cut, not probably, I don't think there's ever been a, chance, a time when it didn't work out. Yeah, you <laughs> have to worked cut out perfect. You have to cut, cut four, total. four spacers per section of rail, top and bottom, right? And they're only four inches to begin with, or three and seven eighths, I think. Yeah. And so you're trying to put those in a saw. If you only need like a two inch spacer at the end, it's like, boy, your fingers are getting pretty close to that saw, and if it catches, like you mentioned, they'll fire those spacers 40 feet behind the saw, and they'll snap out like it's, it's yeah. not the most least And the trick thing. is to move your hand away from the saw blade in panic mode, right? Yeah. Remember that. Yeah, yeah, not likely. So yeah, snap it on a piece of scrap bottom rail. That's a genius tip right there. So. Yeah, it is a good one. Yeah. Anyway, we spent enough time talking about that system. What about sentry spacers? Do you want to rip on somebody for a little bit? Mm, yeah, okay. So sentry like spacers, spacers. Are, they're plastic, which is nice because they're easier to cut, less dangerous to cut. Yeah, you score them with a utility, utility, utility knife. Snap. Or cut them in the saw, but it's less likely to grab and fire it out of the saw on you. Yeah. So those are fine, but plastic is more susceptible to thermal expansion and contraction. And therefore, we've had a couple times where somebody's, you know, you put your plastic spacers up into that top rail, and then it gets cold out, and the spacers contract a little bit, and then they fall out. Yeah. <laughs> so, and we've, like, we've talked to Century about it, and they say this is a rare circumstance, and it is. Like, we've sold a lot of Century rail, and this has only happened a Absolutely. handful of times. Okay. But what they've said is, like, we have our tolerances on our extruder for that top rail, and we have our tolerances on our extruder for those plastic spacers. And if the plastic spacer is like at the bottom of its tolerance and the top rail is at the top of its tolerance, 
they may be a little bit loose. Yeah. And so every once in a while you have that happen. Where the yeah, tolerances it's the line only up thing that I don't like about Century's system. That's yeah. the only thing. The rest it is, of it, yeah. I love their system. Yeah, it is probably the, the one knock against it is those, like they're great to install because they snap in easy, they cut easy, like that part's great. It's just that the odd time you have a problem with them. Yeah. Uh, and so by going to the welded panel on Century, you don't have the problem plastic solved. spacers. So problem solved. So, so maybe, that's why I have latched onto yeah, it. Yeah, we're ripping on them, but they've already solved the issue. <laughs> yeah, they have, yeah. So, so next on the docket would be lighting for them. As soon as they get some light. Yeah, if they could get some lighting, it'd be good. And they, they always say, like, you can attach an LED ribbon light underneath the bottom rail, and it does give a really cool effect, but it's you have to kind of drill the jerry-rig pose. that up yourself yeah. kind of thing, right? But go to Costco and buy your yeah. ribbon and then tape it on there. It's like... Which you couldn't do, because I tried to do that, and the one that Costco sold, the, the daisy chain connector from the ribbon lights were too big to pass through the post. Oh. So I couldn't do it. I could put the Regal ones in there, right. but I had to return my Costco ones. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, Fortress, uh, For- Fortress Rail, very similar to Sentry uh, as far as the welded panel system goes. Now, it is a much, and we're talking about the AL13 line, because they've got a few lines of railing. We're talking about the AL13 line. Yeah, we don't it's, use the iron one, FE, FE26. FE26, yeah. That's, and it's, that's more of a United States model. Again, those areas where kind of wrought iron railing was popular, that's kind of what they're going after with that. But the gauge of aluminum is twice as thick as your kind of mass market ones in Regal and Century and Westbury and all that stuff. It's like a much more bulky, welded system. It's sturdy. The plate on the bottom. Would you go with robust? It's a robust system. Sure. sure. so it's it's a different look. It's uh, closer to it, like an iron railing look. The posts are three inches, so they're more substantial. They've got glass options as well, glass balusters, glass panels. They've got a lighting cap option, which the other guys don't have. So there's a lot of nice things about it. The stair panels are pretty cool. They're hinged. So you like they're also just a big panel, like a welded panel almost, but they rack. So where the where the baluster hits the top rail, it's like hinged there. So you can just kind of like rack it to the to the pitch of your stairs, cut it, drop thirty five point six eight degrees. Where yeah, I like mine. That one. Yeah. Um, so that's a pretty clean system as well. They're coming out with a new home version of their railing, which is just like a lighter duty one to bring the cost down more in line with the Regals and the Centuries and the Westburys of the world. So you've got both options now. They've got that iron option. Um, and I guess this is a good segue into cable rail. They've got cable rail options. They have a vertical cable their rail, right? Vertical cable rail, an iron vertical cable rail. So in markets where horizontal cable rail is still not allowed, you can do a vertical cable rail from Fortress. You could also do that same vertical cable rail from Feeney. Like there's a few different brands that'll offer those options. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so, well there we go. So cable rail. Sure, let's move down. Let's get out of these aluminum systems and go into cable rail. So cable rail, the, like probably the big number one brand is Feeney. Just mentioned those guys. Uh, cable rail is a bit of a different animal because you could do an entire system from a Feeney or something like that. Or you know even TimberTech has their own cable rail. The cable is supplied, supplied by Feeney. By Feeney. Um, but you really, the way we sell cable rail is as, as the infill kit only, and you choose your system you're gonna put it into. So whether you want wood cedar posts, or you wanna drill it into a fortress post, or you can, you can put it whatever you want. Yeah. Pick your pick your Do a frame. composite sleeve, right? Yeah, composite railing, whatever. Yep. So it's a good option there too. Cable railing, very popular in the States forever, but up until July 2017, wasn't allowed in any jurisdiction in Canada. So that building code changed in t- July 2017, and each municipality is taking their own amount of time to adopt it. So thankfully in our market, 
we're allowed to now use cable rail yeah, as long as it's under four meters, which is close to 14 feet high, you can use it on a deck under that. Yeah. Because at 14 foot one, that's a deadly height to fall from. You would die at 14 foot one, <laughs> but at 13 foot nine, you're okay. Yeah, likely that you bounce. Yeah. Maybe at 14 one, you stick. Yeah. And 13.9, you Like bounce. lawn darts. Remember lawn darts? Oh, I do remember. Like before they safetyed the crap out of them and made yeah. them no fun anymore, when they were actually a dart that would stick in the ground. So do you remember uh, beer darts? Did you ever play beer oh, darts? Oh, man. Like I feel, I don't know that I ever played it, but I'm so here's what with happens. the concept. Yeah. Everybody plays lawn oh, yeah, darts yeah. as <laughs> kids growing up. Yeah. And then they take lawn darts away. And our generation is amazing. They're like, fine, we'll just take our darts. Yeah, from the dartboard, and we'll throw those at each other. Yeah. And so, yeah, haha, problem solved. You took my lawn darts away. I'll find something more dangerous to yeah. stick in my feet, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, you throw a dart at a beer can, and like if you, whatever, you sit 15 feet apart from your buddy in lawn chairs, throw a dart at his beer can. If your dart punctures his beer, he then has to drink the beer. That's shotgun that shotgun beer. the beer, right? Yeah. And so, and you'd awesome. put the like you'd put your beer on top of a railing post. That's the tie in here. <laughs> yeah. No, I think <laughs> it was just lawn dart. Yeah, sticking in sure. the ground. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, anyway, so cable rail. If you, I'm sure most people are familiar with it. Like I said, in Canada, maybe a little bit less familiar. Saskatchewan, pretty much across the board, has adopted this right now, so we can sell it. I know places like Winnipeg have not. Even yeah. Calgary, I think, is not. So there's like most places still haven't adopted it, but I haven't talked it's to, happening. Have you talked to anybody in Calgary about that? I feel like there was some, I feel like Joel had messaged us and was talking to us about it. Yeah, maybe. But. So, I mean, that's one that if you're in Canada, you need to call your your zoning and building permit area and ask, I guess. Yeah. Be like, is this okay yet? And call every week and ask, right? Yeah. So... Um, what else we got? We can go away from cable rail and go into like frameless glass systems. So sure. uh, we're going to go back to Regal on this because one of the coolest and most impressive frameless glass railing systems is called Crystal Rail and it's made by Regal Ideas, the same people we were talking about before. Yep. This thing is sweet though. It is basically two tiny little half egg shaped pods that surface mount to your deck and a big 12 mil glass panel slides into the pods. You hex key like Allen key Titan, it just kind of compression fits in there. There's an yeah, the, LED. The little plates that hold it together with silicone. Yeah, there's little steel like plates that have like a gasket silicone on gasket on them. Yep. Just to not mar the glass, I guess. Uh, they clamp together and at the bottom of that pod is a little LED light. And the glass is a, is a it's called starfire or like a low iron glass. Like it's extra clear is in layman's terms, extra clear glass with very little artifacts in it to oh, allow the light yeah. to pass through. Yeah. And the look of it is unbelievable because at night, it's, it's the Tron rail, I like to call it, because the edge of the glass glows. You see this like rectangle band of light yeah. around the glass and nothing else. And in the daytime, you wouldn't even know the glass was there half the time. So this was what, was it two years ago or three years ago that you did this, your first one? Yeah, yeah, three years ago maybe? It might have been three. So I remember you coming in and telling the story about how you had installed the rail and then the homeowner came home and they looked outside and they were complaining that you hadn't done anything that day, right? They were like, this happened twice. I feel like this guy isn't actually doing any work. What does he do when he comes here? Yeah. And then the homeowner had no idea that you'd put the rail up. Yep. You were done, you'd, you had installed it. That happened back to back. One was a, like a big <laughs> e job, we did this rail, he comes home, looks out his kitchen, comes out onto the deck, he's like, boy, I thought you guys were gonna get the, get the rail finished today. And I was like, it is finished. What? Looks, and he's like, 
Well, they are in there. Like, yeah. I'm not even kidding you. From inside my house, I couldn't see the glass panels. That is amazing. Yeah. Like, his yeah, view of the was pool bummed, was 100% right? unobstructed. Yeah. Same, like, almost verbatim. The next time I did that rail, same thing happened. They came home, they had a view of the park, came home, looked outside, come outside to see, like, is, are you guys going to get the glass in by the end of the day, you think? And it's like, yeah, it's, all, it's done. It's already in there. Yeah. And I was like, holy smokes, like you literally can't see the glass. Yeah, it's really good. So it's a pretty cool system. The cost is actually not bad for a, a frameless glass system. Yeah, considering The fact that you it. get the lights built into it as well, like it's, as far as wow factor goes, it's probably the biggest wow factor in deck railing right now. Yeah. And so we have other topless rail systems available, right? So Railcraft makes a... Uh, short posts that you can slide the like your 10 mil or 12 mil glass into yeah century has one it's called a scenic line post also yeah. a topless rail system right there's other brands we forgot to mention earlier like star railing sure star uh, rail pro built i don't know if they have a scenic one but pro built's another brand of balloon railing and yeah so these excel, guys make, there's tons yeah, of excel there, does right? excel makes a really good yeah uh short post brackets like glass holders as well anyway so they all of these guys do that and in our market, that glass is selling around, let's say it's 130 to 150 a yep. lineal foot. And the crystal rail falls at that same price point-ish, Yep. but has light. All the other ones, that price point, no light. Crystal rail, that price point with light. Yep. It was like, to me, it's a no-brainer, but it is a very modern-looking pod. It doesn't fit with every house. It doesn't, right? Like those and colonial so- homes that we're talking about in the Northeast U.S., that's not going to match you're not putting that there like it's just not going to work yeah but if you've got a more modern kind of flat roof style or like as long as it's not too craftsman or colonial style these things would look anyway i think craftsman you could probably get away with it but anyways there's for sure it's for sure a certain look that doesn't work for every house yeah there is another option like that invisarail so invisarail is another i was going to talk about this pod the spaceship pod oh you remember when we met with paul and we were like (laughs) when this rail was like first yeah Hey, out. did you, were you in the room when you were talking about these pods? And he was like, I was, I was in the room when we were talking about them. And I said, you know, I remember saying to Paul, it was just like, man, they look like spaceships. Yeah. And I don't know that anybody actually likes the look of them, right? Like, I don't think anybody likes the shape of it or. In the years that we've carried them and used them, nobody's been like, I really love the pod. The cone head the pod looks. pod, right? Everybody wants them squared off. Yes. If there was a way that you could make it square yeah. somehow. Then. It's funny that that's the shape they went with because, yeah. And by Paul, you're referring to Paul of France because he was at like the Regal booth when they were first like de- debuting them. Yeah. Launching them. He was there kind of, I don't know, being the celebrity that he, he is a, at their yeah, booth. Yeah, he was a rep for them or something, right? Yeah. They paid him to stand there. Yeah. Talk right. about how great it was. So anyways, that's a knock on them is that they're a, they're a funky shape that's not going to be for every house, but... Regardless, okay. most people are looking past that and saying like, yeah, but the rest of the system is so badass that yeah. let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, Invisrail, like we mentioned, Invisrail is a nice, is nice. nice stainless steel post. It's um, super thin. Yeah, what the way is it, it like points at the deck. Three quarters of an inch. That oh, you, I don't think it's even that. That you would see? Yeah, right? the it's profile. pretty narrow, yeah. And so that gives you a nice frameless glass option too. I mean, there's, some, there's lots out there, right? Google it and you'll find some options, but those are kind of the big ones. So if we get into... Let's transition into the um, privacy wall type thing. And so a lot of these systems we've mentioned have a privacy wall option uh, included with them. So you can do like Regal, for example, has a five foot tall post instead of a 42 inch. Something we didn't really talk about either is that you can do most of these rail systems in a 42 inch high or a 36 inch high configuration. Because according to building codes in different areas, you don't need the 42 inch all the time. In our area, most areas, 
six feet tall and over, you need a 42 inch high yeah, rail. If your deck is over six feet off the ground. Yeah. Under that, you can use the 36. But in our area anyway, 36 is pretty tough to come by. 42 works in every application, 36 does not. So therefore, most places only stock the 42 to begin with. Yeah. Regal also offers a 60 inch tall rail. Now, not intended to be used as off railing. the ground as railing. Yeah. It's, they, they call it like a poolside rail. Like it's more for like keeping, like to use around a pool to keep people out, more like a fence than a railing. Yeah. Um, lower ground level decks, but they don't have the engineering that says this is okay to put on a deck that's 15 feet in the air. The posts are no bigger, they're just taller. So there's like, they're still a fairly skinny post. So you're not supposed to use them uh, as railing necessarily. Yeah. Correct. But, you can put in a picket system or a glass panel into a five foot tall regal post and give yourself some privacy. So yeah, today we talked about this. So that happens, you can do a picket system? Confirmed, as of six hours ago, I yeah. now, not even six hours, three hours ago, I now know they make a 60 inch tall picket for that system, so okay. you could do a picket rail. Yeah, it was a little, it was a little hairy in the store today, and you asked me that question. I didn't know, grabbed you the book, and then you went off, and so figured it out. It's good to find that answer. Yeah. Now I'm gonna sell it like crazy. No, you're not. But Century, <laughs> Century has a six foot tall post. Yeah, and it is beefy. It's still a three like it's inches. a three inch instead of their standard two and a half. Your base plate goes to a five inch base plate instead of a four inch base plate. So you can use it on elevated decks. Um, same thing. You would put glass panel into it. Uh, would be the purpose there again, clear glass panel. If you just want to block wind, but want the view, you could put a textured or tinted glass if you want some privacy. That, whatever, that works. Yeah. You know what else works really good in these tall rails? What? What could you possibly be talking about? Our buddy Tim. Oh. I no, Richard. Tim. I didn't I mean, mean Tim. Richard. Tim was the first reason on I, it though. Yeah, Tim was the first on it, but it was Richard actually that, yeah. that makes these things. The yeah. hideaway so screens, the hideaway panels. unbelievable. Yeah. These things, so we were looking for something like this for the last few years. Some people locally made them. Price points were a little high. It was made out of metal. So it just, like, it just wasn't a perfect solution. It was close. Richard yeah. has a solution, I believe. Powder coated aluminum privacy screens is how you describe them, I suppose. Yeah. So thin gauge. Aluminum or stainless steel, like other ones are stainless steel uh, from other brands. Some sort of laser cut pattern in it or CNC pattern into it. So there's a variety of patterns in Hideaway Screens' um, current repertoire of stocked patterns. I think there's four, four or five that you can do. They can obviously do any customized patterns as well. Um, we start stocking these, these things this year because we uh, couldn't before because Tim wouldn't let us. Yeah. I, and we're not stocking them yet because Kurt won't run the truck. Well, as soon as the truck shows up in a few days, I guess we'll have them. But here we are almost in May. Yeah. Anyway, a couple more shots weeks. fired. A couple more weeks, summer will be over. We won't have to worry about selling them. We'll so just hold them all winter again. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like we did with. So these things mount between, like, on a six foot tall aluminum railing post again with an L channel on the side of it, essentially. You can mount them in different ways, but that's kind of the out of the box solution is to mount them with this L channel. So they mount super simple. You just surface mount your six foot tall post, mount your L channel to the post, hold the screen up to it and put the screws through. Yep. Right, or the bolts through, whatever. And so that's a super effective way to give you some wind uh, resistance. So they give you some privacy and add some art to your deck, honestly. Like when you put a glass panel in there, not whatever. Many, yeah, not many it's, people are very excited. You did one where 
you designed it for, uh, I don't remember that guy's name, Macbeth? Last name Macbeth? Yeah. You did a Regal one. And so you, you put an LED strip through a, like a dimpled glass or whatever, right? Privacy yeah, it was a glass. pinhead glass, so it, it was a privacy work. glass you can't really see through, But and we weren't sure what the lighting strip would do in that kind of glass, but it actually ended up turning out this really it's cool so effect cool. where the where the light just kind of got like diffracted and just like made the glass panel itself glow, and then whatever was behind it, so if you had a tree behind it, like it blurs the image so much that all you'd see is this like glowing green through the glass. So the glass all had like this really cool kind of like different colors of light in it. it was Do kind you of have that picture effect. on, is that on our Facebook page? Somewhere? I'm sure it's that on the Instagram our... page halfway, I don't know, from last summer. I think. It might be a, was it a profile picture on our, it might have been a profile picture on our it Facebook actually, page. Might have been, I changed that. Yeah, but. you changed it now because obviously we're prettier. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyways, these privacy screens, super cool. Check them out. Um, if you're in the Canada area, we can ship these things anywhere pretty much. Um, yeah. If you're not, I know that Richard has shipped them down to Jason Russell in Washington and he used them on a project. Yep. So if you want to take a crack at these things, get a hold of us or Hideaway themselves. Or or hideaway we can themselves. probably ship them anywhere you want and make that happen because they're super cool. They're great. So, yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, privacy, like anything about... You can do creative ones, right? So MG yeah. Dex did a, a wall where he interlocked some... Yeah, uh, some if you, composite decking. You can do things a lot more custom too, for sure. So composite decking. Check out MG Dex profile on Instagram because he made a cool kind of curved privacy wall. Um, Jason Russell again did a, a trade show booth that he had kind of a cool PVC oh, wall yeah. that he did. Uh, there's a few of them out there, right? Yeah, Deck Express out of Boston. No, oh, sorry, out of New Jersey. Yeah. So there's a few of them out there if you want to get custom. Obviously, cedar is always a big hit as far as privacy walls go. Um, hardwoods. I mean, if you want to go custom, the world's your oyster, really. But kind of out of the box, you're looking at an aluminum railing system that offers a taller post that you can put glass into, or these fantastic hideaway screens or an equivalent type product to that would be really good as yeah. well. Slat wall, right? You see lots of people do that. They'll take cedar and rip it down. Yeah. But so, I don't know. What else? I think we've... I think we've probably like it's a big topic it can be a huge topic if you get super detailed but i think we've done a good job yeah. of going through the options probably enough enough time spent on that yeah how much time have we spent eh, about 40 minutes talking Ooh, about boy, i wouldn't have guessed we were going to do that we thought oh this will be tough to get through but uh we did it shocker we like talking so. yeah so i think that's probably it if there's any other solutions that you guys are using out there or seeing in other markets that it's like that's a great option for privacy or for railing or for whatever because uh, certainly there's something we're not thinking of right now that we'll hang this up go home and be like oh we should have talked about whatever yeah. but if you do something in your area that you think would be attractive for people to uh, consider in other markets shoot us a message on instagram at the ultimate deck shop and let us know send us some pictures because like this yeah. is a Every day this is a topic in our store is like, Every I day. want privacy. And before these hideaway screens, it was like, well, you can do glass in this aluminum. I don't want glass. And it's like, well, then we're gonna have to get really custom then. But now that these hideaway screens are out, they're popular. Yeah. So good yeah. options. So if you have other options, let us know. Um, like I said, it is an everyday thing. People always walk in, they want something. That's yeah, like, for sure. And the answer is, well, it's custom. So just dream something up, I'll give you a number. Yeah, everything's doable. <laughs> And then they're like, oh, yeah, I didn't think I was going to spend $8,000 on that 12 feet of wall. Yeah. Well, so. 
Exactly. Um, we are, we've taken a bit of a hiatus away from doing these interview style ones and I'm really wanting to get back to them. So if anybody is interested in doing or being on the podcast, reach out to us and let's get that lined up. But the reason I've been kind of pulling away from it a little bit is we've got a new system that we're getting set up here and it's not quite ready yet that's going to make the whole idea of having an interview from afar a lot easier than what we were doing before. So for forgive us, forgive us for now for not doing the interview style lately, but start sending us some messages of who you want to hear from because that's just about ready. We're just welcome to have that up and ready to go. And then we'll go hardcore into the interviews because we want to hear from the guys that are doing cool things out there. Yeah. I'm tired of being on the pod as well. It's like that's so yeah, many weeks in a row. I'm a lot of exhausted. work being the stars all the time. I ain't got to bring somebody else on here and let them do the talking. <laughs> I just have to sit for the 20 minutes. It's all you that does everything after. Yeah, so. that's right. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in again. Again, send us any feedback you can through the means of Instagram would be best. And until next week, we'll see you again. See you guys.